Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. All views and opinions of that are our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Hello, friends or foes. Hello, friends or foes. Welcome to Brain Stew. Welcome to Brain Stew. You just repeating after that, I could say tonight. <laughs> I'm just try- I'm trying to have a calm introduction. Yeah. Normally, you're like, hi, everyone, welcome. I'm background Badgers. So, yeah so i was like i'll try and you know be a little bit restrained tonight so yeah i'm just yeah so we're back with letter q i was, I was confused i was about to say <laughs> ah and everything went out of my brain no. yeah yeah letter q yeah so um we got returning returning guests tonight we have the the uh, listeners can't wait to find out which one of our guests has returned do you think there's, there's a lot of people secretly going martino jalapeno martino <laughs> No, I think they're going Garba, Garba. <laughs> Should we tell him who it is? Yeah, uh, Josh is back, everybody. Hey, hey Josh. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. Fucking hell. So on the stream deck, the yeah. bit in the middle where I normally go press for the clap, not the clap, the the, the applause, yeah. um, is about four pages away because I've moved it to get ready for the flag up bit for the uh, the mail. All right. So what I would have pressed when you went, um, hey everyone, Josh is back. Is this? That's, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that would have been a bit awkward, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, look at that beard. Well, each their own, mate. Maybe he's the beard. Yeah, the yeah. beard. Josh, the beard. No, so yeah, Josh is yeah. back. He was Welcome with us. Back. Uh, if you've not listened to listen before, Josh was in the last drunk cast episode where we were sampling some Wookie Ale, <laughs> and uh, he's come back to talk about the Q band. We're going to talk about it in a minute. Yeah. And we're not we're not drinking a sorry mate over talk. We're not drinking yeah. Wookie Ale tonight, are we? Well, no. I think everyone will remember the the quote from that particular episode is uh, I like to say thumb in a chump. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a badge. Uh, so I had a conversation with people at work this week. Yeah, like someone's someone's talking about thumbing, uh, and, and then we had this really awkward thing where someone said someone's name was Chub, and and then it was like, oh, please tell me it's like my Chub or my Chub or something like that. And I was like, thumbing a Chub, and everyone was like, what's that? I was like, you know, thumbing a Chub. And like two people were like, oh yeah, yeah, we know that. And I was like, wow, that is quite a, a common thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it's funny that you say thumbing a Chub. Yeah. But we'll come to that when we get to emails. Okay. <laughs> Shall we go to emails then? Oh, I think we have to, don't we? Yeah. Fetch that mail. <laughs> that felt extra long tonight. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> now, I let it play. I looked at it and thought, it's only 12 seconds long. I'm going to let it yeah. play all the way to the end. Yes, yeah, so emails, emails, emails. Where, where, where do we want to start? Um, I reckon Pete's emailed in and he's saying it's hot. <laughs> no, Pete has emailed in and said, "Where's the worst place you've thumbed in a chub?" <laughs> there we go. This, this is a two part because Pete has Pete has offered some. His is in a bus stop. Ooh. See, thumbing in a chub could go in many down many avenues, couldn't it? You could take that anywhere you wanted to, really. You slut. <laughs> Well, Pete, Pete's just said, no, I've, I've thumbed in a chub in a bus stop. Fair enough, and Pete. people said romance was dead. Yeah. yeah. Not to Pete, he's, he's fucking loving it. The question the I have for Pete is, was he waiting for a bus? <laughs> <laughs> Worry, darling. <laughs> Pop 
fit in. Do you know anything about chubs and thumbing them in? Because you're just about to learn. Why? Well, all I've got in my head is chubba chubba. What? The, the sweet? Shut up. Yeah, the lollipop. Thumbing in a chubba fancy chubba. A, fancy a chubba chubba. <laughs> oh. So moving swiftly on. Okay. We're just going to move on. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's let the listeners dwell on that for a while. And, um, um, thumbing in a chub. Mm. <laughs> okay, so Clark has emailed in, and Clark has said, "Chris, yeah, why do you record your farts? Because they're hilarious." Clark, why don't you record your farts? See what I did? Flipped it. Back I on. had an idea actually earlier. Okay, which I forgot to text you about. Which is a stupid idea, but I was like, "What if Chris?" Started his own TikTok account, called, <laughs> ju- just simply called Chris Farts. Right. Um, and the snippets that I get sent via text, Excuse me. Um, people get to experience too. Yeah, I don't know what the TikTok is though. I'm not really down with the kids. <laughs> the TikTok. Everything like the, the Facebook, the Twitter, yeah, the Instagram, or, or maybe an Instagram. Vines. Page. Vines. Oh, that was about basically five. like Vi- that. Yeah, Vines were quite cool. I enjoyed yeah. Vines for a while. Yeah, because they were six seconds. Yeah. So, you know, you had to put a lot of effort into actually for it to be memorable. Yeah, yeah I do remember that. But no, also, I'm thinking um, the listeners might appreciate a, a Spotify channel of Chris, Chris's playlist, but it's, it's uh, just uh, your... I, would I have to then pay for, like, distribution, though? Probably. I'm not doing that. It's only a one-off, though. Yeah, but I'm just paying for my farts. The world needs to hear you narrating your own farts. Yeah, but there are some, like... <laughs> it's gold. There's some models and things that like mm-hmm. fart in a jar and sell yeah, them. Yeah, that was one of the stories, one they're, of the cool stories we did. Have you, got, something or other. have you got the most recent one recorded or have you turned your phone off? Uh, your fart? Yeah, so you play it and okay, then, let's and play then it um, Clark. Yeah. Clark at, sorry, Clark something 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 at gmail.com. Not is, giving is, your, would you say Clark is his first name? Well, his his email is Clark something something and then a year Maybe at Kent? Gmail. So it's so, definitely, um, definitely not okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Clark, um, let us know if you you know let Jay will play it and then email us next week and say whether you think what Jay is proposing is a good thing or whether you think I'm still disgusting. So this is just going to be one, but there's like when you hear like 25 in a row, you'll have tears streaming down your face because it's just it's. Epic, it's timeless. Um, so yeah, this is what you're getting. Oh Christ, Maureen. <laughs> it smells like cranston pickle, but has the consistency of a wet Mars bar. I've soiled myself. Shorts, please. Brilliant. <laughs> Simple. So it's, it's it's simple fart narration. And uh, My poor wife sat on the sofa next to me every <laughs> night again. I can't believe you're doing this again. I can't believe you're doing this again. This is just pathetic. <laughs> oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. So, yeah, okay, so, Clark, there you go. There's there's some kind of answer stroke, I don't know, conundrum, if you like. Let us know, though, Clark, at something, something, Gmail, something, something. Um, Do you reckon uh, put, put a, a hip-hop beat behind that? <laughs> <laughs> Work that on a... Maureen! <laughs> Work that on Spotify. Anywho, uh, next one from Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> You're right. We need, we need coasters. That's not a name. Have you got coasters? That's what they fucking emailed you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Email them back. No. Um, have we got coasters in here? I. 
There you go. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh no, I need that one. Sorry, everybody. I'm. Uh, He's not actually pass- passing me shit. Yeah, and uh, don't worry about all the noise on the mics and everything. Josh like is that. really concerned about his drink. Well, it's just very tinny. Oh, because it's a tin. Are you worried about the sound of it or? Yeah, the sound. I was going to say, don't worry about the desk because that's um, uh, stolen. Um, yeah, so Warlock. <laughs> make any difference? War- Warlock. I just imagine Warwick Davis is. is that would Who? be. That'd be his name. Well, it, I don't know. It might be Warwick Davis, but yeah. Do you want to listen to what he says or just slag off his name? Let's like, hear it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Shut up. Um, all right. Warlock says Stranger Things season four was the bomb. I will fight non-believers. He's damn right. I like Warlock. Not seen it. You've not seen it. Any of Stranger Things? No, I I was there about two months ago and have binged know, the whole you've thing. Been raving and about it it yeah. is the greatest. I'm going to say it. The greatest TV show ever made. Oh. Ever made? I think it's Chris Shekin's had to say no. Hey. No, it's, it's in its infancy. What's that? Stargate. Stargate. Yeah. Come on, you nerd. Yes. <laughs> I have got a Stargate tattoo. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you know, each their own and everything, but yeah, no, it's not Stargate. Um. <laughs> the thing is, if if we're talking like TV shows. You've got multiple genres, so oh, yeah, I yeah. think the best sci-fi thing ever made is Stranger Things. The best comedy ever made is The Office. So, you know, yeah, so different worlds. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you can be like it's the best TV yeah. series ever because then you throw something like Sopranos in there, which wow. is just oh. unreal, or like um, X Files. X Files is amazing, or something which commercially like Friends. Give me that face. <laughs> like, we'll have a words tomorrow, but like Friends, like. who doesn't like Friends? It's commercially probably one of the most successful TV shows um, in the history of the world. I saw a thing, a meme the other day of... Um, Pivot? An, Pivot? No, 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 not that. Um, an interviewer was interviewing um, Henry Cavill. Right. And, and they were like, um, Friends or Big Bang Theory? And he went, The Office? Oh. <laughs> that was quite cool. He just like blew it out of the window. Well, for, with I've never watched Friends from start to finish. Yeah. But... It's one of those few shows you can you can just go yeah. like click channel four, it's on. Right. Yeah, it, you don't miss anything by not watching the start of the episode or the yeah. series, and you take enough out of enjoyment from each episode of like this is just fun. Yeah. This is yeah. great. Yeah, no, I, 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 okay. Anyway, yeah, Warlock. Agreed. Cheers for your um, message, mate. Totally agree. Um, I, I, to be honest, I love season four, but I, I enjoy season three better. I like the whole oh. the whole thing there with the um, the Ruskies. But anyway. Um, on to the next one. You, you know how people keep sending us jokes? Yeah. Go on, everyone. Let's hear it. Hayley says, My grandma has walked five miles a day since she was 60. She's now 92 and we don't know where she is. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't have to say How many that. miles is that? It's a lot, James. It's a lot. It's more, probably more than the Proclaimers, yeah. <laughs> Are you proclaiming um, that it's a lot of miles? <laughs> <laughs> right, I have got two more emails. Do you want to do the deep one last, or do you want to get the deep one out of the way? Uh, that's what she said. Um, Woof. Let's get the deep one out. Yeah. From Anna? Is she, it sad deep? Well, no, it, it's... I feel like it's it's probably bigger than an email section, but it's basically she's emailed in and said, "Where is music going? Because it's getting very disappointing." Uh, oh, I, I do agree with that. I mean, I don't know if it's that classic like 
Oh, the... music back in my day. You know, we're all getting a bit older, but... It's the dribble on Radio 1. Yeah, I find... I don't know about you guys, but if you so, so happen to flick on Radio 1, I'm just like, what is this? And like, you're immediately changing it. So the other day, literally, Radio 1 was on, and I was like, oh, something's not right. Move the aerial. Mm. No, no, that's the song. <laughs> it was literally like yeah. the fuck is this I, I, I think it definitely is an age thing because I know when I was maybe 20 years younger having these conversations with people who were 20 years older they were like oh you know you can't beat a bit of you know stone mm. roses or whatever yeah. and all this new Ooh, stuff yeah. shit and stuff like that but I, I feel like a lot of that was kind of has like kind of stood the test of time and that and the sort of like, the whole instrument driven mm. music it kind of feels like that's on like a massive back burner. Yeah, and it's and sort of, it feels like grime is just which like technology so like loops like, and people not yeah. actually playing the music. It's just a sample of a sample of a sample. Synth music and kind of that that London grime is just everywhere. But then you look at like the the evolution of like like live music, and you you look you know from a something like you know you know Marshall Stacks sat next to a lovely Marshall Stack here, mm. and Marshall Stack. It can now be emulated by a by a, a chemical. Yeah. So you know it's kind of like you've got these amp emulations, and you know people who we know have been completely not sold on the idea of it because it's it's not authentic are switching over to it because yeah. it's just fucking amazing. So if you're looking at that level of technology and saying, well, actually, I can just rock up with my little box, plug it into the PA, and I don't even need to sound check, I'm good to go. That's an evolution. But for all the other music that evolves as well. Where where does it leave instrument based music? You, you think of um, mm. uh, I was at, uh, where I live. They had a 60th anniversary of the uh, the pub, and we had a live band there. And uh, one of the chaps said, "Oh God, did you see that guy, young lad? He's playing the guitar, and what he could do his fingers. You know, I've been playing the guitar for years, and I can't do that. That, but it's that when you see people making music like naturally with the instrument, mm. it's the appreciation of the level of skill." But if you're just pressing a couple of buttons, you just think, yes, yeah. you've got the creativity side of it. But yeah. Also, you, you've not spent 15 <clears throat> years to be to, yeah. to grow that art. Because I'd argue that you, mm. you know, your instrument in that scenario is, you know, your your laptop, your PC, or your whatever. So, you know, you take you give an electric guitarist an mm. acoustic guitar, he can still do it, and it's not relying on processors and stuff like that to make it sound good. So, mm. it's kind of it's a bit of a skewed argument, but I, I think like. Yeah, I worry about when's the next greatest band coming. Because if you think about in terms of bands that really change shit, I think the last band, and oh my God, the emails I'll get from this, (laughs) but the last band I think really fucked shit up and changed it were Nirvana. And that was 1994. I don't think there's been another band since that has had that kind of cataclysmic shift in the music scene that's done anything similar because there's no other legendary band yeah. as you, you look at you know and i'm not slating any of these bands i'm just saying you know very close to nirvana i.e dave Grohl, foo fighters foo fighters are an amazing band but their sound is nothing different from other bands out there and you know no. it, it's, it's marginally different but it's not a kind of a a complete tilt shift in a genre and then you're looking at bands like green day who have evolved a sound you too who have continued to evolve a sound all these things but there's mm, nothing there that you know is going like yeah do you know what that that's like game changing you look at new metal and you look at linkin park and limp biscuit and stuff like that yeah there, were, there was an edge to that but that was not as in my in, that first album hybrid theory unreal but yeah, it's right. a lot of people's the genre did that have an impact like 
Nirvana did. And, you, and you're talking on big scales. So you're talking bands like Nirvana, hmm. The Beatles, yeah, Britpop, yeah. Oasis. I, Oasis like could probably come along. And, well, they tried to say they were the next Beatles, don't they, all the time? But, but that's so, like when I look back and I go like, for me, like, uh, you know, the bands that you were brought up on, bands like The Beatles and then things like Motown and stuff like that, they were hmm. pioneers in that. And then you look at, like for me, like the modern scene, I don't see pioneers. I just see carbon copies, or well, I see you th- you innovations on carbon copies. My favorite band, like Puddle of Mud. It's you, you could argue they're just like emulating. There's a lot of Nirvana in that band. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so definitely. you know, but that's the problem. Think about how many, how long many years people have been making music for. Mm. You are just rehashing previous styles. Yeah. And and like I, I can't remember who said it. Oh, it was um, someone who sold a shitload of their. I can't remember who the fuck it was. It was it was someone really really famous and I apologise for not remembering who they are but they were like it doesn't matter because music is just literally that re reinventing stuff using mm-hmm. the same there's only a limited amount of chords you can use it's just being creative with it but in terms of like bands that are like smashing the game wide open and being like hey here's the thing I don't I haven't seen anything since Nevada. no I think the trouble is as well we we spoke about this before but there's so many people now that claim to be musicians or can be a musician you know they can upload. The accessibility, they can upload anything. Like we, just, we were just laughing about it. You know, like Chris could f- do some farts and upload them to Spotify. <laughs> could literally be anything, though, couldn't it? You know, mm. and um, that's the fresh sound of ABK. Oh, Sorry, ABK are back. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, literally anybody could be a musician now, and um, I know. Can, any... Can't they, Jamie? <laughs> 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 yeah. No. Um, what you talking about? My fa- my failed music career. I wouldn't say it's fair. <laughs> But how is the garden going? <laughs> oh, Very well, thanks, mate. Shots fired. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I think, like, uh, Anna, in, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great question. I wasn't too sure where we were going to go with it, but it's a really good question. I think mm. I think what you, like, if I could give you a piece of advice not to be disheartened is, is to go back and, and to, you know, delve into the genres that you love and then find yeah. bands in and around that. I tend to do it with things like... Um, suggested link so in like apple music if i'm listening to taking back sunday i'll scroll down to bands like this are oh, yeah, and then yeah, keep going and just until down the, the rabbit, rabbit hole, hole until yeah. you find a band that you've never heard of mm. and listen to that and that's how you know bands like ella garden we found what yeah. an amazing band would have never found them if we hadn't been doing that process so there's so many cool bands out there that have probably like jay said earlier because there's so much crap in the marketplace and so much available the, the really good stuff sometimes gets sheltered. So I would just say, keep yeah, digging. I think another point to make on, on what Anna said is the future of music as well. Like 20 years from now, what's, what's that going to sound like? You know, yeah. um, it's, it'd be really interesting to, I think a, to see another huge thing with that as well is support your local venue, go to your local venue and watch bands because so bands like tiny moving parts stumbled across them in the joiners in Southampton, never heard of them before. It was 10 quid a ticket. And I thought, why not? Oh my fucking God. They are one of my favourite bands ever. And yeah. they're, they're exceptional. So I think with stuff like that is go support your local music venue, you know, go and watch shows, support bands, and you'll find new things like that. And you'll probably find like-minded people as well. Yeah. But yeah, really, really yeah, good cool. question. Thank you very much. On Back to the stupidity. Um, Claire said last week was this sound. Pasta in a tub. No. No. But also, Claire, even if it was, I'm not sending it to fucking Orlando. <laughs> no. So uh, what? Shipping would be a we, bit. we said that whoever could guess what this is, we'd send it to them. 
but Claire's listening in Orlando. Guess the sound. I'm not sending that in to Orlando because it will cost me at least 25 quid for tax. <laughs> and I'm not doing it. Um, anyhow. Oh, but, it'd be worse. It, 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 it's not a Kinder Egg. But if you sent it, they'd um, uh, impound it because you're not allowed to sell them in um, oh, do you the know States. What? If we just send it anyway. It's a toy in a, a chocolate. So apparently they buy them all from uh, Canada. Should we do one of those oh. things where we send it, but we don't put the right level of postage on, so the person on the other end gets <laughs> twatted? That's savage. <laughs> I, I got stung by that and buying a um, an Xbox game from a guy in Guernsey. Prick. And it was like, because it went over, I was like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, we need to pay the postage. And I was like, well, it's like 12 quid. And he's like, well, not my problem. Yeah. Do you want it or not? Cunt. I've um, a load of merch from America once, and I didn't know you had to pay like import tax uh, at the UPS. Bloody Nazis. They're not really... But it's they, awful now. They're like, oh yeah, you can have all this stuff, but you have to pay sixty quid. I'm like, what? I, I actually had that with a charity. So Brian Baumgartner from The Office, who plays Kevin Malone, he was doing a lot of stuff where he had the um, it's probably the thing I do best with the chili. Oh yeah. And I bought the mug and the t-shirt, mm-hmm. and they sent the mug separately, so that all came through fine. But the t-shirt, because it was twenty five dollars, it was then due import tax. Well, the import tax was like twenty five quid. So it's like, I'm not paying 50 quid for a T-shirt. I'm yeah. really sorry. So I just, I didn't go and collect it. I didn't pay anything. I just left it. And it got shipped back to the charity. And they were like, we'll give you a refund. I was like, oh, I feel really awkward about yeah. this. But, but yes, please. Um, <laughs> anywho, right. So which ones have we done? That's bonkers. Yeah, stupid money, really. Um, so D has asked us two questions. Um, the first one is aliens exist, question mark. I'm going to ignore that one. But the second one she has said is, is yes, quite yes, topical at the moment. Is there going to be a Blink One Eighty Two reunion with the original lineup? Not well, Scott Rayner, the successful original. There's been lineup. little teasers online, hasn't there, recently? So some Funko Pops. I'm thinking it's a a Tom DeLonge reunion, and a new album. Well, Hopefully, a tour as well. I can't wait to get tickets for that tour <laughs> and then have it cancelled. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, receiving that refund from Ticketmaster. <laughs> Didn't Isn't we? One of them was it Tra- Travis married the a K- uh, Kardashian or something? Yes, like that? that's right. Yeah. <coughs> like what yeah it's, it's really random love finds mysterious paths my friends yeah. but yeah I, I do you know what I, like I said to you when it first all started like bubbling over was like if if this does happen prove me wrong but if it does happen this will be the last Blink album because what will happen is they'll do it and then Tom will go off and do his stuff again and then when they get to this creative process again it'll be drawn out it'll be shit and it, it's just a cycle because this happened twice before so I just yeah and like I feel really bad for Skiba because he brought something really good to the band they became brilliant again and um, and it, it, from you know him going on his own Instagram being like I don't know what's going on with it and you're like that's so a really shitty yeah. way to treat someone something's definitely going on behind the scenes who kept your band relevant you know who you kept their band relevant for, for you know and mm. kind of brought them into a new age and probably made them a fuck ton of money again though like like we've said before on, on episode A and B I think um, talking about this situation that that's a different band to me that's, yeah. that's not Blink 182 yeah. um, and that's a, that's a great band as well Skiba's like changed it and made it awesome but I can't wait to see Tom back in the band and I a, just, a new album. Having seen his live excerpts and having seen how he sings and the effort he put into it before it all went tits up, I think it's a massive downgrade. Yeah, he, I'm he, hoping though. He puts though. no effort into singing. His diction is 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 worse by the gig. And I'm just, hoping he's going to be refreshed from not doing it for a while. Yeah, and like, I, I just... 
because I think I, I feel really strongly about it because he doesn't take it seriously. Yeah, he basically fucks around on it. And there are people that pay good money to watch them play good renditions of their songs. And when he is in that band playing live with them, the quality of their songs is so bad yeah. that like cover bands are better. No, I must agree. And um, I think with Skiba, I didn't never saw Skiba live because obviously they kept cancelling. But having watched the videos and how better they are live between the three of them and the show is better. I, I would say every time like that's that's worth going to. I, mm. I've seen Tom play live a few times with Blink. Once they're okay, the other two times they were shite, yeah. and it's just this the, the the vocals just ruin it, and the the poor guitar, <laughs> and it's just yeah. So that's you know, prove me wrong, prove me wrong. I'm just a guy, but prove me wrong. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, you know, he takes it seriously, and you know, it's a decent effort this time. Anywho, that's a very long time on emails and letters, but thank you very much. Suppose we better go straight into the band that we're going to talk about this week, hadn't we? Are yeah. we ready? Go for it. Oh, it's Quincy Jones. I knew you were going to do that as a whole list. Of... Did you know that Quincy Jones <laughs> yeah. is Rashida Jones' dad? dad? Yeah, I did. All right, yeah. you did, prick. Yeah. All right. Quincy Jones like produced Michael Jackson's third <laughs> album. Um, most of the stuff, I think. Rashida Jones was in the office. Yeah. And cool Parks and Rec. Okay, yeah. right. Seriously, though, this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Q-Tip. Oh, I can't believe you did it again. He's a rapper, apparently. That's what she said. It's Queens of the Stone Age. All <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> is that David Brent? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> nice, I like that. It's uncanny. It's like Queens of the Stone Age in the room. I didn't know what was going on to start with, but yeah, I, I was I was thinking like I don't want to go straight into the did 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 did, but then I was like, yeah. but you need the did did did. I thought you were doing. Um, oh, we don't need to go bam, into it this much. Bam, 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 bam. If anyone knows Everybody what this sound is, <laughs> that's what I thought you were doing. If anyone knows what this sound is, just email us in, chat at Brainstew, and tell Jay to fuck off. All right, okay, yeah. So Queens of Stone Age, right? You're it's on your all going a bit mad here, isn't it? Yeah, you're on your own now, bricks. All right, are you going to give us a little? Uh, tell everybody a little bit about Queens of Stone Age. Who are they? Where are they from? Etc. Etc. No. All right. Yes. They write the music, they play the music. <laughs> they're they're reading, lo- re- reading loads of intros into them. Like The best one I could find was um, a really, really short and sweet one, which just says, they are stoner rock pioneers. Didn't I text you that this week? It's funny, you did, yeah. I but didn't that, read that. that. No, that, that, was, um, that was somewhere else. There's obviously the standard one, Queen's of Stoney. But yeah, so basically, started a long time ago. I've had fucking eight billion lineup changes um uh, but yeah i think like the whole stoner rock thing is, is really really good kind of um yeah kind of sort of phrase yeah. to uh to explain them the, i don't know if you guys are picking up this vibe but listening to him this week i couldn't help but just hear david bowie like all the time in his voice like, i don't know if he's heavily influenced by him but a lot of that coming through can't say I've picked it up before. No, but no, just you on that, I think. Yeah, a lot of people. Do. Next time you listen to him, listen. Think of David Bowie, and you'll hear it. I think. Bowie's in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just think it's like the Concords. 
Um, what was you, Josh, over to you first? What was the first song you ever heard uh, from Queens of Stone Age? Um, <clears throat> the first song was the intro track um, to Songs of the Death, where it's like it, you can hear it's like a, on the radio and it just starts with a really heavy song. My brother, that was the first ever thing you heard? Yeah, my brother yeah. made me a confirmation CD yeah. back in the day and that was the first track he made put on it and it just... It, and that really blew my mind. And then obviously everyone knows, but no one knows that that's that's their big yeah. big one that just replayed. Was everywhere. that was that your first song? No one knows. Lost Art, Keep the Secrets. It was the album before. Yeah, same. And it's yeah. It's, again, yeah. I, I, I I didn't like go in on it after what hearing you do? that one. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. I heard that one first. Yeah, and like I I, I love the. The riff in that, the bass riff, and the kind of the, just the way the guitars work together. I think that is a signature sound for them. I think that the way that the guitars kind of have these hooks and stuff like that, even even up into the, the new stuff now, that's that's the kind of driving thing. Because I always look at it and think like, okay, so what? Excuse me, what defines this band? What is the you know the kind of the hallmark thing that you go, ah, that's Queens and Stone Age. And I think that the riffs and, and the way the guitars are set up and the sound they get from the guitars is really, really kind of unique. There's there's not a lot of other bands that have that kind of sound that is kind of so no, it's, uh, fuzzy and, and sort of, you know I, know, I looked through his rig and looked at like how they make the sound and I looked at um, some of the amps that he's got and some of these amps are fucking like dinosaurs, like 1938 Marshall head. Oh, wow. And it's just like an original. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, and they're like, people would not take this shit out on tour. It's too precious. So like <laughs> his, his guitar setup is phenomenal, but it, it's very much kind of um like a proper, proper retro sound. This, this was like prior to 2011, but like a really, really retro sound that was just like really, really fucking weird. But you li- you listen to it and go like, yeah, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, I was just going to mention again back to uh, Josh Josh's voice, not yours, Josh Holmes' voice. Hello. <laughs> um, other than the kind of the David Bowie sort of uh, similarity, he's quite unique. His voice, isn't it? There's not many other people out there that sound like him. That's because there's only one of him. No, I mean, like, <laughs> there's many bands. Like, yeah. t- take uh, Kurt Cobain and the guy from Puddle of Mud. You know, he's he's sort of mirrored Kurt's voice a bit there, hasn't he? Wes Scan something, Scunter. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, I get But I there's get no one else name. kind of like Josh Holm, is there? No. <laughs> Unless you can think of somebody that I can't. But, um. I, I think he, he's got a very, very unique sound in it. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of... It, it spans lots of different genres, but I think again that's that's the flexibility of of this band is mm. that they do a lot of, you know, you, you can pick off a song like "Go with the Flow," and then yeah. you can look at "No One Knows," and then you can go to like some of the newer stuff, and it's like, well, they're you know could quite easily sit in different genres there. So yeah, I think that's the flexibility of it. And his yeah. vocal works really well with that. Yeah, and how big was "No One Knows"? That was massive enough that you had like indie bands where we live would cover that song in all the pubs you know do you think and this isn't it will be perceived as disrespectful but hmm. do you think it was because Dave Roll was playing drums quite possibly I mean don't you know, the song fucking bangs it's amazing it's a great song yeah the bass on that is just absolute like boner material it's, yeah. it's proper the, the bass you breakdown you notice it? when you just saw him slamming away on the drums you're like oh that's that chap from Nirvana isn't it 
Yeah, didn't didn't Dave Grohl uh, produce this album and and record all the drums for it? He did a lot of the studio stuff for it. I don't know if he produced it, but he, okay. he, he did a lot of the Maybe for that album. That. He did a lot of the drums for it, and then he's done a lot of live like uh, gigs for them as yeah, well. Yeah, and then he got replaced by. Uh, the drummer from Danzig, I think, after after that. But yeah, so he, he kind of, yeah, and for me it was like, oh, Dave Grohl's in this band, it's amazing. And it's kind of like when you saw like local live, like local cover bands trying to pull this off, yeah. and it was just like there was very few who could play it as well or anywhere near as well. As, as It's quite like, a song to take on, especially oh, for the drummers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like the fills are fucking phenomenal. How many fills do you know? <laughs> Sorry. Mitchell. Um, yeah, so... Um, that was kind of my. F- my f- <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was just looking at me, waiting for like a curtains. <laughs> I was like, "There you are. You can have your curtains." Thanks, mate. It's all right. Thanks. But I think one of the things about them is like their um, collaborations. Every album, there's just collaboration, and like not in the way that like um, like Fallout Boy have done it in recent times when it's been like a. Who? You know, kind yeah, of like, like, it's like, very well publicised that there's, you know, Fallout Boy featuring and stuff like this. This is all the stuff behind the scenes that basically, you know, Queen's are calling it their their songs. And then there's all these people that have, have kind of chipped in. And it, it's when, when you kind of go through the list of it, there's a lot of people that have like they've worked with. Mm. It's quite phenomenal. Yeah. And again, I think that adds to like the the diversity of their sound is that they've got all of these different influences and they've got all these different people that are actually working with them. So like on a um, feel good hit of the summer, um, Judas priest, um, Rob Halford from Judas priest joined oh, right. in on that. And you're like, it's Judas priest on this. That's, that's fucking mental. And then there's, um, to name, but a few frantically going through notes to find them. Uh, the strokes ZZ top, um, distillers, obviously distillers. Yeah, yeah. A... Do you know what I mean? Just like already in that, if you say like you, you're doing a collaboration with distillers and ZZ Top, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's that? That's a bit of a contrast. Yeah. It? So it is, and and for me, I think that that's what makes the band great is that they, you know, you listen to the first album, you listen to you know the progression of the albums, and that there is something that stays current through it all mm. but they do change a lot and, they, and I think that that really helps into it and he plays to his strengths because he is so diverse that all these different things he can do and especially like the 2017 album the I can't remember the name of it the newest one um, but yeah they've got some great songs on that that's yeah. so hooky and it's just like but it's, it's more like a chilled out version yeah I don't I don't know about you guys I don't think they're for me personally an album band I think they do do some great singles yeah, I, um, I I would agree with that. I don't think there's a lot of it that I would be like my God. David so, Songs for the Deaf was very good. Um, if I had to yeah. pick pick an album, um, I would go for that one. I think there's a lot of strong songs on there. Yeah, um, and the general sound is is really cool. But they're not a band I would like choose to put on. You know, it'd be like I've stumbled oh, across them. You they're know? my go-to band. Just bang them on. Yeah. yeah, it's been a hard listen this week, guys. It's been a hard listen. And yeah, I don't love them. I think they're cool. Like they do some cool songs, but I don't yeah. love them as a band. If I think for me, it was like once you got past those monstrous hits of like yeah. Feel Good, um, Lost Heart, Keeping a Secret, No One Knows, Go With The, Go flow, the flow, Little Sister. Like literally with some of the newer ones on um, Villains, the, new, the latest album, Feet Don't Fail Me and The Way You Used To Do. Oh, The Way You Used To Do. Yeah, gr- great songs. But like when I'm going a bit... F- mm. And... Um, I want. I can't remember what it's called now. The 
do something with you or something like that. Um, it's quite chilled out, but it, like those ones are great. But then anything past that, and it was like, I know why it's called Stoner Rock because I'm a little bit like bleary eyed and kind of like. You, it gets a bit sleepy after a while. Yeah. I must admit, like, but they're kind of some some of the songs are quite cool, like party songs as well. They're quite upbeat, you know, get you in the mood to rock out, Josh. For some reason, when you say party girl, <laughs> uh, pa- pa- party songs, the cheeky girls have popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things. Fair enough. <clears throat> so I, I think their their sound changed dramatically um, after um, Songs of the Death. And I think that was to do with um, Nick Oliveri leaving. Because he was yeah. fired. Right. Fired. Allegedly. Um, does anyone know what for? Is that the bald one with the big beard? The fucking epic bass player. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking solid. When he was like slapping that bass in that, um, the video, he just looked really menacing. Just, yeah, like yeah. fucking amazing. But yeah, like, yeah, so he got sacked. Because there was an alleged incident where he physically abused um, Josh Holmes' girlfriend. Uh-huh. We say alleged because obviously I don't know if that's true mm. or not, but reading from, from here. So I thought it was because he got absolutely fucking smashed off his tits in one gig and just crossed the line. Because I remember it all coming out and being mm. like, he found out he got sacked because there was like a press release and stuff like that. Apparently him and Josh Holmes had kind of sorted stuff out. Was that related to that story you were talking about, Josh, earlier? <clears throat> Oh, what, that um, Josh Holmes' daughter put in a restraining order against him because he's just spit the handful. Okay, no, that was a different story. Yeah, yeah. allegedly. What, like, Nick or Josh? Josh Holmes, his daughter, put a restraining order against him. Against Josh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, basically, I just think he's virgin on just being a bit of a massive alcoholic. Right. I read a story where he was at a festival and obviously loads of bands, and there was one particular band, uh, artist in that. Uh, band knew he was there and just hid in a broom cupboard when he was walking past he's like if I get caught by him I'm going to be stuck in his, r- his dressing room just getting drunk because he's just like necking Jack Daniels uh-huh. like nobody's business I, I, he has got a reputation of being a big handful uh-huh. but then you know when you get to that stage in your career they live the lifestyle you know <clears throat> think about how many how much all the bands have been drinking over the years Motorhead, they must have been a major handful to be anywhere near in the heyday. Well, it comes down to this whole thing about living in a bubble, doesn't it? Where it's yeah. like the, the lines are so blurred because you, you know, you're this rock star, you're this kind of person who can get whatever they want. You have a rider every show you turn well, up to. There's, there's prime example um, Nicki Minaj was playing a festival over in the UK and she refused to go on stage till they cut the grass for her to walk on because it was too long. What? And it was, um, oh, I can't think of the artist. It was like UK, like indie guitarist guy. Can't can't think of him. And he was just like, yeah, the grass was so long, she couldn't walk. And it's just like, that. that's the other side of it where you get so big. You get so, so big. For, yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. Well, it's like, that's where it comes from, Madonna, because she's horrendous for it. <sighs> and you just think, <laughs> well, you're so frightened to say anything to anyone in case they upset them. They just walk off and go, no, I don't want to do it now. Yeah, there was an incident actually with um, Jay-Z and um, Queens of Stone Age where basically um, they were playing a show that was, um, it was the Made in America festival that was um, hosted by Jay-Z and um, that all the security basically um, frisked all the band before they came in 
And Josh Thomas like, the fuck? He's like, I've never been mm. frisked before going into this. It's either like, you're not going in my bag. You either let me play or you don't let me play. And it was this whole, like, stunt, apparently. Like, Jay-Z had played it off and said, like, it's a... You know, just wanted a picture of you guys, like, having some champagne and, like, hanging out with me. And apparently, like, Josh Hom lost his shit and was like, no, fuck off. That's that's not okay. So when you're in that world, it's kind of like, I mean, like, reading it from that point of view, you're like, yeah, okay, you're, you're a stand-up guy saying I'm not being anyone's fucking marketing tool. I'll do what I want to do yeah. because we are, you know, we are who we are. Um, but, yeah, the, the whole, it must be so difficult, like, to be a rock star and having to have that level of performance all the time and having all that awesome. pressure. Yeah, and, and like literally, like I'm, I'm not saying it's okay to go off the rails, but it's kind of like, isn't it like a byproduct of it? Like eventually, like something's got to give, hasn't it? Because mm. it's just you've got to be at the top of your game. And like, like here we are, three guys who know, you know, relatively in the grand scheme of things, fuck all about anything, uh, apart from trees. And um, and and here we are saying like, yeah, you know, this band are okay. Yeah, you know, and, and and it's just like that's you know so that in itself is like going what so you know it's the equivalent of someone like looking at the work that you guys do and going that's all right you yeah. know you not take that yeah. personally I see what you mean yeah so it's kind of you, you can understand it's it yeah buddy it's like people go off the rails and shit like that because it's uh well you think like um like the big world tours like Rolling Stones have got their world tour uh, or they they were doing their world tour they they're that age. And every night they have to do a show like that's their first show. Yeah. And how many dates would they have been doing? Say a hundred dates. Yeah. It must be so exhausting. Regardless of what age you're doing, you're mm. doing what's an average set of like that set? Two and a half for, hours? For a band like that, yeah, easily yeah. two for two, three hours, isn't it? And you just think, fuck me. But I suppose, you know, again, like the flip side to that is just like, if that's all you've got to do. Yeah, and it's, if you're a band on the top, like like you know Rolling Stones, I'm not a huge fan. But if you're a band that's that's been there, done it, and you've got this uber successful back catalogue, you're just going out and shedding hits. Yeah, it's boring, but you're probably not getting the critique for it. Whereas if you're at like the the kind of the cold face and like, well, actually, we need to start reinventing ourselves and being you know a different band and writing new stuff, and then we're getting shit for it because it's not classic Queens of the Stone Age. That must be soul destroying as well. Yeah, it must be hard work for bands. You know, if they work tirelessly for a couple of years in the studio, put out a new album, and then it's not taken very well. Yeah, like like it's literally panned on social media now yeah. by, by a group of kids or you know a podcast by going anybody. like yeah, yeah, just going like this is shit, and it's like I put my fucking ass into that, I put everything I've got into that, yeah. and you think it's shit because it's a new direction because it's not Queens of the Stone we Age. We said the same yeah. thing about about Paramore the other week. You know they had some flawless albums for maybe two or three albums in a row and then it sort of tailed off to something different and for them it must have been disheartening you know to I remember reading an interview of theirs and them saying like it got to the point that we were like we're done what's the Mm. point in doing this anymore yeah I've read I can't remember what particular band it was but they were just like we as as, as individuals have grown so our music style has grown but unfortunately, our fans, they don't grow with us. They just want us to play the same stuff all the time. Mm. And that's fine. We can appreciate that. And some bands just stay at that style. But, it, yeah, it must get boring. I think it's... Mm. it's the, so you take, like, you know, like examples of that, like bands like Descendants, who have just, like, gone, this is what we do. The, the, they, they always said, like, the best thing they did was when they got their first major label with Epitaph, they used the money to buy a studio. 
and it was just like right we've got a studio now so it's like we can just fund the rest of our releases and we can do what we want to do without the record company pressure mm-hmm. and they've never you know like i mean like people like dave Grohl saying if, if that band had been around now these guys be living in mansions they'd be ruling the world because of you know how influential and how amazing they are but because they've just stayed true to the this is what we do and I, that, that's why they're one of my favorite bands because i can just 100 percent salute that like i know they'll put a new album out and i'll be like i love this because it's descendants there's nothing about this it's yeah. like oh it's the tricky third album or anything like that it's literally you get you get what you pay for so that's amazing but then we talk about bands like taking back sunday and like on their newer releases, you're yeah. very much like, I just don't like it. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. I'm very much like, it's nothing like the the first three albums <clears throat> that were just pure gold, because they those guys have got kids and wives, and they're you know it's twenty years yeah. on, and you know you have to just accept a band have progressed or hmm. you know departed away from their other same, stuff. Same with me and Green Day. It's like I love to have another Insomniac album. I fucking love it. Same but, with me and Coldplay. Love their earlier stuff, the late, later stuff. Meh. This guy. <laughs> Josh. I'm trying to fix you. Can I have a shut up, please? Shut up, I love Coldplay. I'm really good. Yeah, I think she's an amazing song, but um, there's a time and a place, Josh. <clears throat> shut up. Oh, Joshua. Is there a rewind button? I don't there? even know, you guys. <laughs> okay, right, so. Um, Where were we? We, I think we were basically it's talking about me. just uh, how... <laughs> How soul destroying being in <clears throat> a band is. Um, I don't know. How is it, Jamie? Uh, <laughs> no. All, all right. This this uh, let's go. Best album, best song to recommend to listeners. What of any band or the or the particular uh, band of Queens about? of the Stone Age, preferably. <laughs> that would be useful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll start. Uh, go with the flow. I think that's their best song, in my opinion. Um, and the best album is Songs for the Deaf. Same. I'd agree with Songs for the Deaf. I, yeah. I, I don't think you can surpass No One Knows. I think that's a phenomenal song. It's, it's the easy choice. Yeah, yeah, it is. The only reason I wouldn't be choosing it is for that of I don't want to be, you know, mm. mainstream and be like that's. But they have not written a better song than that, in my opinion. That That is absolutely pure genius. Yeah. Everything about that song, drums, vocals, backing vocals, bass, just guitar it's just every, a really well produced everything about composed it song. from you know from you know harmonics and stuff like that and mm. just everything about that song is perfect there's, there's i don't think if you gave that song to every single musician in the world ever they would come up with a better version of it that's how good that song is it's 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 a it's a world yeah song. no i agree with that it's, it's a good song really good song what about you mate uh i was just looking frantically through spotify to remind myself which song it was and for me, it's the lost art of keeping a secret. Yep. <clears throat> it's a great song. It is. Great it's chorus. Simplistic. I wanted to play it uh, just then, just to remind myself it definitely was the right one. But I thought it might come up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Better not yeah. do that. But I remember, I think I saw it like, it was on a particular album I had. It was on the CD. They had like a couple of live tracks at the end, and that was one of them. And it was, it's like, just the intro. Um, uh, the. Yeah. Bang, bang, dun, 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 or something like that. Yeah, and that's, that's like, what it sounds like. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that was that was lit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great but, song. But yeah, no, that, yeah, again, it's uh, like Josh Holmes just in the room. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So, have we got any more to talk about Queens of La Stone Ageo? No, I am. Uh, you should just listen to them all. They're great. 
<laughs> I think I'm just going to go with I think they're all right. <clears throat> if, uh, and if you like them, Someone said to me, sum up Queens <clears throat> of the Stone Age, I'd say, all right. So no, if, if you like them. 27 minutes of full-on debate, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for people that don't know, if you like them, check out uh, Them Crooked Vultures. It's a super group. Um, with lots of other art, um, big artists in it. Don't quote me on who they are, because I can't remember. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, what he said. But it's just, it's a really good album. I really enjoy it. But also, a lot of people like um, the Eagles of Death Metal. They do a lot yeah. of work together. Um, and also, I got uh, told about this particular band. It's Josh Holmes' first album, uh, first band. Christ. Oh, Caius. Yeah. Yeah, so Caius were like quite a phenomenal, which um, I knew nothing about. Yeah, they they were quite sort of big on a, like an underground scale, if you like, and they they were. Um, That's K Y U S S. Yes, what he said. <laughs> but like, because like the, some of the genres that pe- people are, there's, there's a genre I didn't know create was created. It's Ooh. called kraut rock. Which, which I'm guessing is like a, a like a, a kind of a, an offensive word for like German rock. I thought you said grout rock. No, yeah, like tiling, yeah. just tilers. <laughs> tilers it's the like rock them. in between each tile. But yeah, so kraut rock, which is a uh, which is a little bit uh, interesting, shall we say? Anywho, anyway, over so, to Chris's tidbits. Have you got any left? Ah, tidbits, tons of tidbits, mate. Mm, yeah. Oh. It's time for a tidbit. So we've got two today. Oh, yeah. Bitty. So the first tidbit I have oh, tit. is to yeah. do with Josh Hom dying. Oh. Did he fake his own death? No. So he actually had uh, knee surgery in Hello. 2000 and something. Shuffling through notes massively. La, 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 la. Here we go. It was in 2010, he had knee surgery, during which his heart stopped, and wow. they had to be revived with a defib. So, um, yeah, really? he was a classic, he was sort of dead for a little while, and then from that, he was incredibly ill and uh, suffered from depression and actually contracted MRSA, which was quite a, a debilitating... Um, That's the thing they always like rave about in hospitals, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a super virus, mm. so it's, it's really debilitating. It can it can really fuck you up, and he he had a, a, a lot of struggles with that afterwards. So that was in 2010. So yeah, he's kind of wow. wow yeah. Thanks, Wookie Ale. <laughs> yeah, we got a few left over. And the uh, the second tidbit is that um, they played a show in uh, Rockham Ring uh, in 2001 that was so bad that they all got tattoos of the start time of that show. So it's Freitag 4.15. That was the start time that they were due on stage. And because they played so badly, they all said, we're going to go and get a tattoo. And Nick Oliveri had it tattooed on his rib because it hurt like fuck to remind him of how painful that show was and how shit that show was. So all the guys in the band so at the they, time... Because they played... Yeah. They played so bad that they wanted this reminder of, like, this is how shit Oh, it were. wasn't like the crowd or... No, or, no. It's like they said yeah. that was the worst gig they'd ever played. Hmm. So they got a reminder to say, like... The reason why they were so bad? Well, one doesn't like to uh, imply anything, as one doesn't like to get sued. Uh, Falling down water? Who knows? Allegedly, quite possibly, maybe not. 
<laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was Queens of Stone Age. So, Queens of Stone Age diehard fans, if you are listening, mm. um, educate us. Let us know where you think we may have gone wrong. Let us know mm. if you think our opinions are valid, if they're stupid. Um, you know, we're, we're all, always keen to learn. And hit us up chat at uh, brainstew.co.uk. Right, James. What's Shall next? Shall we move along to a bit of the old title fight? Certainly. Be with the boys, be with the boys. Chug, 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 be with the boys. It's bloody title fight. All right, so we've got two. Yeah. So you've got an A and a B. We're only going to do one. All right. So I need you, between you, to... um. I think Josh should uh, go for the title fight this week. A or B? B. Oh. So it's Hulk Hogan, <laughs> but the only weapon he's allowed to use is a fly swatter. Okay. Versus Pamela Anderson, and the only weapon she's allowed to use is a lifeguard float. But they've got to die from this. That's the the rules of title fight in the in the uh, the McDonald's. <laughs> they're 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 not uh, they've they've gone from Morrison's. This one's in a McDonald's in a muck cafe. Oh, you've changed it. Yeah, just for this one because I said right. the wrong thing. Hit it. Let's do it. Explain to us how this fight takes place. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking of finding a trap in Pamela So, So who's throwing punches first? Well, I, I personally think that, you know, they're just there in a queue waiting... Holt Hogan's getting aggy because he wants his double chance and it's not coming. Pam's just getting out aggy because she's like, I want to order my food. <clears throat> there might be some slap here or there. A bit of brassicle <laughs> wobbling. I feel like her secret weapon is getting the melons out. I reckon she's always in slow motion as well, the whole time. Why, because she's slow? Or? No, like, you, you know the uh, titles for... Uh, Baywatch. Baywatch, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Where she's like running up the beach and they're yeah. always really like slow motion, aren't they? Yeah. So I reckon she's fighting Hulk Hogan, but she's slow motion. And he's just like doing his like oh, Hulk yeah. Hogan poses <laughs> with a fly swatter. He's pulling his shirt going, Grr! Feel the moon! And underneath he's got a Morrison's t shirt on. He actually works there. But they're in McDonald's. Oh shit. We've changed, <laughs> you've changed venue, it confused me. No, he didn't. He told us before he started. No, but we've been doing Morrison's Cafe for weeks. Yeah. He's Hulk McHogan. Excuse me, everyone, I'm going to blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trumpet, mate. Um, you ready? Go. Right, hang on, <laughs> bloody hell. Sorry, continue. <clears throat> I found the music a little bit off-putting, I'm going to be honest. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, like I think it builds attention. Oh. Anyway, tell us, how, tell us how this ends. How this ends? Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, there's some fisticuffs going on. Mm. Some <laughs> slappage of the fly swatter. It's not really going to do a lot, let's be honest. And Pam just gets fed up of it, pulls down her top and smothers uh, Holt Hogan with her big bangers. That's fair. And I think it's quite a good way to go if you're going to go. And he's just there going, <laughs> she steps over him going, thanks, I'll take my uh, box of 20 nuggets, please, and walks out. 
So she's killed him with her breasts. Yes. What weapons did she have in barbed wire? Remember that, remember that movie God, she did? Just guns, wire. wasn't it? Uh, guns and her breasts, yeah. I believe, yeah. <laughs> uh, never seen Gun. it? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> All right. I feel I yeah. should see it. <laughs> I feel uh, I should see but it. But probably when I was, like, a lot younger. Yeah. Just so I can hear that game. It's, oh, it's not a great asked. film. The plot is I'm not in- watching it for the plot, let's be honest. Yeah, it's, it's if I'm um, 15, I'm watching it for many other things. Well, two other things. <laughs> <laughs> many other things. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, okay, so congratulations, Pamela Anderson. You are joining Professor Clump, Mr. Bean, Mary Poppins, Boom. Jay from The Inbetweeners, Ron Burgundy, Will's mum from The Inbetweeners, some <laughs> rabid raccoons, and Brienne of Tarth in our title fight finale, which will take place soon. Possibly on the next drunk cast. Okay, James, I believe it's time for a cool story, bro. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? Let's do it. Basically, intro to your really shit porno. <laughs> <laughs> that actually oh, works. No. Really well. <laughs> Wrong arm. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a good selection of noises this time. This story's not not called Thumb in a Chub. It's it's called uh, Vicar caught in flagrante with Henry the Hoover and carried on after being seen. Oh wow! Um, this comes from the Metro Online Thursday, fourteenth of July. A retired vicar has been put on the sex offenders register after he was caught getting intimate with a Henry Hoover. John Jeffs, age 74, was wearing Ow! just a pair of ladies' stockings and the vacuum's nozzle. Oh, no! Which he was thrusting into when he was caught by a churchgoer who was attending a talk about an Asperger's no! syndrome. Asperger's? Asperger's syndrome, yeah. Oh, no. They described how he was standing between two dark chairs thrusting into the Henry Hoover at the Ow! Baptist Centre in Northamptonshire. They said even though he, he was caught... Jeff's continued pushing his groin towards the Henry, famous for its relentless, powerful <laughs> suction. <laughs> Find him guilty. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Find him guilty, a magistrate said. Why you thought it was best to bring this matter to trial, I have no idea. He told police that he did it because he felt naughty. Go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Go. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just surprised. Apart from anything, mm. I always thought the sex offenders register would be basically paedophiles, where he's just having a Henry's just having an osh of him. And I'm not trying yeah, to pick I, holes. I'm not in sure this. how he's. Uh, I would imagine he'd be done for like criminal indecency. It's probably um, an exposure. I don't think it says on the rest of the story. Um, Go. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, he, oh, crash you fucker! It's gonna leave every every part of me is trying to ignore it, like it's best I can, but it's just too. Sorry, funny. mate, carry on. As well as having to sign the sex offenders register, <laughs> he was ordered to pay eight hundred. <laughs> what was that? Eight 
He was forced to pay £845 in costs. He also must give £200 of compensation to the victim who witnessed the sex act. His defence lawyer said Jess was still coming to terms with the loss of his wife at a young age and was in a lot of pain because he was ignoring his health issues. So he was, oh, no. he was quite lonely. One question, why Henry and not Hetty? Go. <laughs> when you said he had to pay uh, money to his victim, I was like, how'd you pay a hoover? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow. to, to the woman that caught him. Um, yeah, yeah, wow. Having a portion. Fucking hell. Mm. That's deep, isn't it? Henry, that's deep. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Surely... Oh, I said no. to no, but it just kept sucking. I know it's quite... It's, <laughs> it's brought up like a, as a th- funny thing, people being using hoovers in funny ways, but... Um, I've thought about it in the past. you thought about it? But mum had a Dyson, and I didn't want to risk it. <laughs> Surely that's not going to do anything any good though like well you know you put your hand over like the nozzle that should go in the cracks which is the main thing and you think mm, don't know about this <laughs> you've got to be um a certain kind of person to do that i think like surely that's Isn't it, it's like that's gonna hurt people who fuck cars as well yeah like, let's throw them in that well yeah. what's that all about or like american pie would just tell your mother you ate it oh the oh of course yeah. the pie yeah yeah I can understand that to an extent because there's like there's you know it it's a pie. Moist. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like warm apple pie, man. But like a fucking a, a Hoover. You didn't need to do the fingers. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Like a Pop ho- your finger in, you know it's ready to go. Ding a, dong. A Hoover, yeah. a car. Yeah, that, that exhaust pipe's doing nothing. Come on, for anybody. Lots of inanimate objects still need love. Stop hating. <laughs> It's going back to bloody Marcelo, isn't it? The woman who married a puppet. Oh, that was unreal. Mm. That was just... Yes, yeah, so some Spanish woman married a, a stuffed puppet. Literally. And like, she had a baby with him, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go. I think the stuffed puppet would be really upset. Cause <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm imagine that stuffed puppet's firing blanks. No. Oh. No, so she, gave, she did a live... Uh, online thing where she gave birth to the puppet Um, what worries me is is, is the two hours beforehand where they were stuffing it up there go back to episode oh maybe for that one I can't remember oh we haven't got the pictures up have we yeah I think it was uh, pictures Um, anyway is that the noise it made as it came out (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it it was just like someone putting up a parcel for your letter (laughs) 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 right okay moving swiftly oh no that was cool story bro i I, enjoyed that do you i I didn't enjoy the content (laughs) i I enjoyed the conversation that it provoked but i mean it's a little bit odd isn't it isn't it i mean he was he was lonely um (laughs) he was a very old man is a very old man um but so like you know but but hang on you know you know we talk through all these things right and like we always say like Okay, like you're giving him a bit of like slack there and saying like you're old, you're lonely. But at what point did that become the the Go way to, to solve this? Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna you know settle for wanking. I'm not gonna go and go on, on like a sex shop and and buy something that you know maybe similar like a sex doll. Yeah. I'm just gonna fuck the Hoover. But also, I feel the, the fact is. Most people have hoovers at home, but you chose to use the one in your church. Yeah, like, literally. It's like, the thrill factor he of took, being he, caught. Not only did he t- 
take himself away from his home into the church to perform this act, but he was also wearing ladies' stockings. Yeah, I mean, though, that's not actually... You can't... You you can't know, like, if you get caught... There, I mean, it's like the whole Ricky Gervais thing when he says, like, um, his mate was a junior doctor, and the, and the bloke goes through the, you know, the, the huge story about how he climbed in through a window... And then he fell on the table, and that's how the ketchup bottle ended up his ass. Oh yeah! And he's yeah. like, the whole thing would have been a lot more believable had it not had a condom on it. And and it's and it's just like that whole like, yeah. how are you ever going to explain this away? Like, oh no, I, these are my cleaning tights, and and the, you know, I was I was just cleaning it, and it went off. You know, the, the Hoover attached itself to me. The polish and... fell on me, so I had to get naked. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I, no. I tripped and fell into Henry. And it just happened to be turned on, and um, yeah. The, and I, I got dressed this morning and realised that these suspenders aren't my pants, and um, I just so happened to have an erection at the time. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, it's the word to hold the loo roll. Yeah, so yeah, cool story. I mean, like great, great, uh, great entertainment. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move into this. Keeping you up, mate. <laughs> Bored to tears, Josh is. That's just really tired. <laughs> He's just really warming. He's googling Henry's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's that. Again, why not Hetty? Is this you? No. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, that's you. No, it's not. Right. That is you. That's yeah. him, isn't it? Play again. Play again. <sighs> okay. right, who, do, who does he, uh, at the end, when he does the little voice? Assuming this is me. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. sure it sounds like um, the puppets at the sea, uh, seaside. Punch and Judy. Thank you. Maybe it is. I, I, I just can't get into my head who it is. It's, it's somebody who does... He sounds like... Uh, Frank Spencer. Who's that? Oh, Betty. Oh, he... Oh, so you didn't make this bit? <laughs> yeah, that's Chris. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought he found like things for the sound. No, no. <laughs> right, anyway, enough of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Right, okay, so. Yes, totally topical. Um, so this week, there was an article in the paper about um, something that happened in a French McDonald's near Paris. Mm. Where someone bit into a burger, and there was a dead lizard inside the burger with his guts out, right? And obviously quite distressing. So when they went to the counter and said, hey, this isn't my McPlant. You did the, not put a cinnamon accent, but it's funny. Hello, this is not my McPlant. <laughs> Thank you. This has a lizard in it with his guts hanging out. What's the fuck? Merde. They went, all right, yeah, uh, 10% off your next order. Is that okay? Oh, oh, mate. So that's kind of what I wanted to discuss is like, mm. what is the appropriate leverage here where you go, Bag of vomit. you know, like 10% off your next order because you fucking deep fat fried a lizard with his guts out and I've almost ate it. That's just unacceptable. And they said apparently there was no supervisors or managers in so they were like, "That's the most we can do." No, it's just a free. It's a free meal. It's I'll just refund you. Yeah, refund and maybe I don't know. You, you're not suing the fuckers for distress. Like I've literally ate a lizard here. Well, you, yeah, you know, if you're 
that way, you know, if you're vegan or, you know, that's going to be really offensive to you, then... Was... I don't know if they were vegan or not. It's, it's more just, like, the fact that there's a lizard. Oh, I, only, I only thought, like, you said it was, like, a plant Yeah, I didn't thing. know if there's a plant um, well, there's, there's, You hear horror stories about in fast food joints of, like, people. A friend of mine, he went to KFC, his sister bit into a piece of chicken, and it uh, hadn't been cooked properly, and the chicken had a cyst, mm. and it burst. Oh, what? <laughs> there was... And you hear just these horror stories. And yeah. So there was the KFC there. here, yeah. where we currently are, um, was in a national paper because... We're not in a KFC currently. No. Uh, there was a... We might be later. Um, there was a kidney in it. So when someone bit into it, they actually bit a kidney or something like that. It was a squidgy bit of... Well, yeah, that was in the drive through locally here. Oh. That made, made the papers... Yeah. But so oh, so wow. this this led me down a bit of a rabbit hole because there was another chicken brand in America where someone was fucking eating in a chicken wing and bit into it and there's a fucking napkin. What? <laughs> someone had deep fat fried a napkin because then I pulled it and just pulled out this fucking napkin. I was like, that's amazing. But yeah, so like, what what's proportionate um, damages for that? Do you think? Oh, that's, that's difficult. Like, you'd be fuming. I what I personally want an apology, a full refund, and a different meal made for me. Yeah, um, I've, I've had it where I've gone to um, I've, I've, when I worked at a local restaurant. You've gone to McDonald's after work. All of all the staff have just gone there, just get us some food, order the McChicken Legend, and it's like come right out. And you open it up, and the lettuce in it is grey. You're like, well, this has fucking been here ages. Oh, you're like, because yeah. you've sat down after ordering it, and it's already at your table. See, like it's been there, and you just go back. I'm not eating this, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, sorry, do you another one?" And that, that's the thing. I, I'd, ex- I'd ex- personally expect freshly made meal and a full refund. Any other proper restaurant, they'd apologise. They'd just do it for free. I mean, you could be one of these people that would take that, <laughs> you know, you fried you, lizard to the paper or something. You think about the stress of that. Like, you say, for example, you enjoy eating there. You're never really mm. going to eat there. No. And I'm not being an advocate for, like, cancel culture and sue people, but, like, there's a bit of stress with that, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Like, to only offer 10% off your next order is, is a bit odd. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might get another lizard again, I don't know. Yeah. I'll just um, give them a full refund. Yeah, like the muck lizard. You know? I was in a, a, a place the other day eating. And, oh, um, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, because I waited longer <laughs> than... 10 minutes the woman came home and said oh I'm really sorry would you like another coffee for free really and like brilliant you know that's great customer service but for someone <laughs> I didn't have a lizard in my back you're like I'm waiting for the fucking coffee you're brilliant you're giving <laughs> yeah. me two coffees now yeah you know you know it's like this was after a meal waiting for your dessert and it had been ages so it was like oh we're so sorry you know have everybody would like <clears throat> would you like a free drink you know well funny on the same sort of subject mm. um we were uh, a group of friends of us. We were out at Wagamama's, had a big meal. One of our couple was uh, her gin- ginger intolerance. That's fine, but <laughs> not the people, the, the seasoning, which is fine. But we told them that prior to ordering our food. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> They Sorry. have souls. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on, Josh. Done? Yep. Children. Yep. Go. <laughs> so we'd all finished our food and ordered, and our desserts were on their way by the time she got her main meal. Oh. And by this point, um, uh, 
I'd had a few beers. So Bertie, Bert, big bollocks over here. We're like, is everything all right with food? And I was just out of pop at the wait, waitress. I said, no. I am not being served by a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said it's not acceptable. This poor girl has had to eat her dinner on her, on her own. We've had to wait mm. um, to leave because her food took so long. I, I appreciate you have to prepare everything in a individual area. Yeah. But it's still, come on. So they uh, refunded her entire meal and everything. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's a bit shitty, isn't it? Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we every everyone else, and there was like eight of us there. Yeah. She was just sat there waiting, and you know, we we all said no, we'll wait until you get. Food. I hate that. Do you ever go out with like two or three different couples or mates or whatever, and you you all go up to the bar to order, and you all sit at the same table, but there's that ever so slight delay, like five minutes between orders. And then, yeah. like you say, that you're better off just ordering together. There's always that one person yeah. that sat there waiting. I don't know if that's just a UK thing that <laughs> the service is that way a lot of the time. I think it's a lot of it in the UK is people aren't tip dependent, are they? So it's no. kind of like you get your wage and that's it. But I think, like, especially like my experiences of eating in the States, they like fucking look after you so much because well, apparently. they're expecting the tip because the tip's better than the wages. Yeah. Well, apparently, over here, like, I've spoken to a couple of American people, they said, like, your fast food is not fast food. In America, where it really derives from, it is fast food because it is fast. Mm. We're here, you know, like, mm, seriously, yeah. come on, you know. I, I've been at McDonald's and I've waited 20 minutes mm. to get my food. Or it's, um, can you go and park in Bay 5, please? And then you're waiting. <laughs> so I'm not even in the drive-thru, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stood <here. laughs> But we're super busy. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, so I've got um, I've got I've got like five for this today, but I think we need them all. I, Go on, do, them out. Do, you, do you want to yeah. do one about um, a an interesting robbery, so an interesting heist, <clears throat> or do you want to do one about Putin? Those are your options. Uh, I don't know. They sound both good options. Yeah, them both. All right. Yeah. So this is we'll in the paper, in the papers this week. There was a. Um, a gang that basically um, planned meticulously, in inverted commas, a sophisticated operation, in inverted commas, um, a heist involving a lorry that had £30,000 worth of Wrigley's chewing gum in it. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. They got away with seven out of the 19 pallets with a street value of 30 k of chewing gum. So here's my here's my question, right? Why? <laughs> and how long are they going to... I'd love to just build like a, you know, like a stack of cards. A gum fort. A gum fort. Yeah. With just some really awkward shape to see how like... That's know, a lot of chewing though. No, 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 no. Just the, the, the packets. But like, oh, right. stacking them up. I, I mean, I'm, I'm like obviously completely yeah. naive to this. Is there like a black market for Wrigley's? As, as in, like, so, there's some shady guy in a car park going, Go on, mate, opens his coat, I'll buy some gum. And there's a box yeah. of fucking Wrigley's in there. Or, like, they, how? 30 grand's worth of Wrigley's. How, yeah, how much is a pack of chewing coat? These are chewed, but these are not chewed. <laughs> Take a mix of 50p off the chewed ones. <laughs> I don't know, how much is a pack of gum? Like, a quid or something? Like, That's what I mean. You know, how much you like, buy? Well, I don't know. You know, you get could, that's going to take a long time for them to get, get return <laughs> return on their gut. Kind of shit, thirty grand's worth. That's what I mean. It's just yeah. like, in, like the, the, in in the article, it was like this is a sophisticated operation. It was like I want to break those two words down because mm. like operation. We'll, we'll park that for the minute. 
sophisticated. Yeah, but why was that like their go-to thing? Yeah, but this is the point. It's just like, okay, so guys, you imagine we're yeah. sat around the table going, right, boys, look, I've got an idea, right? I think, like, take a week off work. Right, what we're going to do is we're going to do a heist. Oh, fuck off. No, 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 seriously, we're going to do a heist. It's going to be brilliant. All right, what are we taking? We're going to do gum. Gum. You say gum. Yeah, yeah, gum. Chewing do you gum. say guns? Or? Like, like, like <laughs> gum. So not guns, no gum. Right, well, what, what's wrong with you? Well, chewing gum. Because there's some coming in, and we're going to take it. How bad worth. is your breath? It's just like, but, okay, so how do we fence that? What, Probably do, quite bad. I've had a lot of garlic but, seen then. But <laughs> how, how do you get rid of £30,000 worth of chewing gum? Where's it going? Well, like Josh said, this is 50p a pack. This, what's the street, street <laughs> value? 25p? I don't know. But do, do you know what I mean? Just like, that's what I can't mm. understand. So it's, like, it's a very interesting article, but it's just like... I don't understand why. No. Is, it, is it like, well, you know, it's, it's a low-scale thing. It's not like drugs or guns, so we're not going to go to, like, do big time for it. It must be stolen to order. But, I mean, who who who, who puts in an order? I want, yeah, I want 30 grand's worth of hooky fucking chewing yeah. gum. Yeah, it's the same thing in... I knew some security guards that worked used to work at, like, food outlets and where we lived, and they said, you get the same unfortunate down-and-outs that were literally, like, stealing stuff from the shops uh, for order because their dealer's like, I want these items, and then you can have this amount of drugs. But £30,000 worth of chewing gum? Yeah. I mean, that's that's someone with, like, a real, like, I fucking love what? chewing gum, but I'm not paying yeah. street value for it. I 50p, fuck that. I'll they must pay. have very bad gingivitis. <laughs> hey. What, where are they storing this? In the anus. I don't know. Like, yeah. To be honest, Madness. I'd probably just do. I want to do one pack. That's me done. Yeah. Could he not just pinch a couple of packets from his local shop rather than well, like, turn it into a sophisticated <laughs> operation? Which yeah. would and they only took seven out of the nineteen pallets. Seven pallets of chewing gum. <laughs> well, and how many? There's there's nineteen pallets. Let me have a look. Michael Maths over here. No, 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 no. So you've got 19 pallets. No, 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 no. 30,000. How many individual pieces of gum? Divided by 19. So I'm not even sure what that is. That's a very long number. Uh, 1,578.94. Yeah, so they're like 1,500, 1,500 pounds per pallet. So if they only took seven, you know, it's just like... Fifteen hundred quid for a power. Did you see what my point? It's like, why not steal TVs? Yeah. You know, why not steal computers? Why, you know, something that people actually want. There's got to be a, so, somebody sent the wrong text somewhere. Uh, there's, there's a haul of guns coming. It's just the fucking worst auto. <laughs> it's literally this guy like driving along with his fucking massive like lorry of guns. Like, so the extra on the side. They're fucking doing the wrong ones, you stupid cunts. <laughs> yeah. See all these guys open again. Who's your boss? Said. Uh, they said he wanted gun. We're fucking here now, ain't we? We might yeah. as well do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah, so um, amazing they, they story. They must have been. They must have been opportunists because a lot of uh, no, lot no, sophisticated yeah. operation is planned, pre-planned, sophisticated. Because a lot of lorry drivers, if they like whack, like timber or plasterboard, they leave the back doors open because a lot of people just slice the sides open just to have a gander. No, yeah. not worth it. Then go on. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, interesting. Interesting. Let's uh, let's tell us about Putin. So Putin this week has said um, that um, basically he he copped a bit of a a lot of flack for his posters, pictures of of him having his shirt off, riding horses, and just generally trying to be like this big match. He's like sixty fucking eight or something like that, so he's quite old. 
Um, but he's he's still quite like a buff not guy. Not as old as um, uh, Joe Biden. Uh... No, quite no. He's um, yeah. Um, but um, he's basically said um, it would be disgusting for any of the other European leaders to see them naked above the waist or below the waist. What's that all about? Why are they going down this road? I don't need to see Boris's Todger. Uh, pretty oh. much everyone else has, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> but no. But why is allegedly? That even, allegedly, why is that even a thing? Like, that's just, just you know, it, it's almost like I'm going to distract the world from the fact that I'm illegally bombing and trying to rape and pillage a country to say, "Will you look shit from your bollocks downwards?" Strange, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've, I just go back to Michael Jackson. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even have a button for that. <laughs> We're all the same inside. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've I've missed this one in the news. I've, yeah, um, I, I literally I came across it earlier and I was like, wow. Um, I'm going to leave you with this very very last one. Okay, because okay, I don't want to dwell on that one too much. But during the heat wave, and this this comes back, this is why I was laughing so much about your comment about your friend who's allergic to gingers, um, or <laughs> ginger, I forget. Um, there was a cinema, ginger, a national cinema chain that was offering free tickets to gingers during the heat wave. Yeah, I thought this was a joke. Come in and cool down because you're ginger. I mean, if this isn't some kind of like marketing gone mad, you know, they're trying to get the attention to the cinema. But would you would you argue that's some sort of discrimination? Well, it is, yeah. How so? But it's also how so? Well, it's kind of not actually because they have feelings too. Yeah, but you're, you've given them free tickets. What's yeah, not it's, to like? It's freebies. Yeah. Or would you say it's discrimination to every other non-ginger person? Because yeah, it's saying to them, come in and take shade because we appreciate that you're more susceptible to sunburn. You should For, be marketing. Was there a moment though that you kind of went, "It's not fair." You know, if you're not if you're not ginger, I don't know. I've seen it, it was it, 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 it was more like what a very interesting like segment of you know your demographic that you've chosen to use a heat wave yeah. and say, hey, we're going to make a win out of this marketing team. Let's do this because I, I it's feel definitely that. Yeah. Do you know, what I mean, but like, yeah. like I don't even know like how you would run numbers on that. Like, how, how would you go? Okay, so like the demographic of people that use our cinema is this, mm. of which X are ginger. Where would you get that data that says this is a good idea and that actually this is going to be, we'll give it away because actually the ginger people will bring their paying friends or this will just be such a great publicity stunt that yeah. everyone will realise that we're the people who care for ginger people in the sun. And also... I just, I don't get where any of these the, lines join no, up. Really Do you have doesn't. the ginger police at the ticket office going, no, yeah, not quite just, ginger. You're yeah. just yeah. like, uh, like rose... Strawberry blonde. Strawberry blonde, yeah. thank yeah. you. yeah. Yeah, like oh, oh no, he's definitely not got a soul. You see that cloud? <laughs> Go straight in. Airplane ginger, yeah, ginger on the top, black box underneath. You're not coming in. It's basically, it's it's how do you police that? Rock yeah, red you can't. We said ginger, not carrot top. Yeah, and that's dyed red. That's yeah. dyed red. Yeah. Shows your pubes. Right, no, fuck off. Shows your pubes. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way they police it. Shows your pubes. But that's it, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. like, okay, I, I what pubes? <laughs> prove your ginger. I can't. I'm shaved. I'm waxed. Yeah. We're not coming in then. Oh, but I'm burning in the sun. It's a cinema. I don't know why we're doing this. No, I, I, yeah, I thought it was a joke, but it's just, yeah. If that's actually real, it's madness. Well, that <laughs> in its entirety. Brings us to the end of our wonderful show. 
Next mm. week, we're moving on to the letter. Yeah, I some I feel like we're getting close to the end of the A to Z, Chris. We are. There's literally after this one, there are eight. Ooh, or that's after a, after, after uh, this that one next week, there's eight left. Eight left. Eight left. I look forward to listening to next one. That's a very good. It's a good choice. Yeah, is it? yeah, very good. Oh, uh, Josh is just looking at our, our kind of progress board on the wall, yeah. and uh, yeah. we've got next week coming up. Some really good, quite a good cool bands. Band. Yeah. Up. Yeah, so th- I think it's going to be good. We're going to get a geek on, listen to those guys, all those gals. Let's not give it away. Yeah. And um, yeah, thank you very much for it's tuning in again. That's W. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Is, yeah, no, I'm not. Do the bug. Oh. Keep do singing that because then I don't need to edit anything else into <laughs> it. It's great. Do, 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 do. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye.